Welcome to the 167 Podcast, a podcast to inspire, challenge, and encourage you. Our goal is to help you live into the 167 hours of your week away from church. And now your host, Shannon Patterson. Well, hey, Porch community, and welcome to episode 142 of the 167 Podcast. I'm Shannon Patterson, the lead pastor here at the Porch Community Church, and as always, I'm with my good friend, our media pastor, Josh Harrell. Hey, Josh. Hey, Shannon. How's it going? It's going great. It's going good. Yeah? Yep. Yep. How's the great state of Oklahoma? I'm sure it's it's been wonderful, but we're pre-recording this, so... <laughs> so you hadn't never, actually got there yet. Know. Yeah, yeah, so... Um, and I'm actually back now, so... Oh, are you? Uh, yeah, we're good. I think. I don't know. No, this is this your point. second week. Yeah. No, I think I'm back at the day that this drops. Okay. I, I've returned. Okay. So, yeah. <laughs> yes, that's right. Because... <laughs> Why do we try and figure this out on the air? Yes, yeah. I'm back. I'm okay. back. I got back on Tuesday, and today's Thursday, so... <laughs> um, so, yes, let's just thoroughly confuse ourselves and everyone else. Um, how are you doing? I'm good. How was the boat? I assume it was great. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it was. Have you been on a cruise before? Yeah, we did one for our honeymoon. Okay. So this was our first time doing another one. And with the kids. With the kids and my sister's family. Oh, fun. Yeah. Okay. Well, that'll be cool. Yep. So, so. we've had this plan for a really long time. And, and goodness, after the... Mm. First of the year we've had, we need it. Yeah, you've had a tough year, losing your dad and and just and just all, all the, the stuff that's that come goes with, with it. it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So, well, I hope that you had a, a great time. I assume I did, and I hope you wore sunscreen. So. I probably did not. I hope you wore stretchy pants because I, you know, you eat a lot on cruises. So. I mean, I probably didn't get out of bathing suit <laughs> the entire time. Says the says the swimmer. Yeah, says the former swimmer. Of course, I don't think you're doing a lot of swimming. While you're on the boat, of course, no, there's, there's a pool. There's a pool. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. It's so weird. I can that just see you out there swimming laps while everyone else is like floating around yeah. with their fruity drinks. And but it, there's it, Josh out there doing like breaststrokes and stuff. It, it's always ironic to me. <laughs> it like it's a giant boat in the middle of a body of water that <laughs> and has a, a body of water on it. <laughs> well, that's like whenever we go to the beach, we're like, all right, we got to get a beach house to the pool. <laughs> and see, like that's never a deal for me. Like, well. Probably in the next year or two, we will move out of that phase. But we've we go with a kind of a clump of people, like my mm-hmm. sister and them come, and other friends come, and we have little kids. And, and the beach is just a lot for a little kid. Yes, but it's also hotter than Hades, so mm-hmm. it's great to have a pool at your um, at your beach house. So. And and my girls like a beach better than they like the pool. Yeah. See, and Mallory's yeah, she's always been like, no, let's go to the pool. So oh, really? Yeah, yeah. So anyway, enough about that. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe they, um, maybe they, they like our maybe. host chat. I'm sure there's know. a few. I'm sure there's a few. I always like host chat and yeah. podcasts. <laughs> I do too. So, <laughs> Oh, they're getting started. Oh, now they're going to talk about Jesus. Well, whatever the podcast is about. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're talking about the Holy Spirit, and we have been and we will be. Um, I want to read. So I, I mentioned last week that I've been reading this book, Holy Fire by R.T. Kendall. Mm-hmm. You said and you're about 40 pages in. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm sure I'm further along. Um, so, but who knows? Because we just recorded the previous episode. So, um, but I want to read this quote because it's just so good. Um, you know, for a lot of us, I don't know. If, I don't put myself in this category, but there are there are definitely a lot of people who are wired in such a way 
where you just have to have everything figured out before you can really move or make a decision or or uh, make a stance or, you know, whatever. Kristen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we know a lot of people like that. So I love, but I love this quote for, for especially those folks who um, might be wrestling with um, the Holy Spirit or just God in general and, yeah. and, and listening. This is what he wrote. It's a short little statement. He says, if you walk in the Spirit, know your Bible, and spend sufficient time alone with God, your theology will take care of itself. Mm. <laughs> now, remember, Kendall was saying he was like former, like reformed. Yeah. Um, I don't think he wouldn't call himself a charismatic as much, but he would embrace the work of the Holy Spirit. Um, I haven't read far enough along to see if he actually labels himself. But I love that. He's like, listen, if you walk in the Spirit, if you know your Bible, so that you're reading the Word, and you spend sufficient time alone with God, so there is that's prayer, that's quiet, that's you know all those things. Your theology will take care of itself, mm-hmm. and I think for a lot of people, they want to take care of their theology first before they decide to have any kind of relationship with God, right? Or they let their they let their stance or their label of their theology determine how they even relate to God. And I love how he presents this. He's like, no, no, you read your Bible, walk in the Spirit, spend time with God. Your theology will will work itself out. Mm-hmm. It's I it's, love that. Yeah, because it's almost like, um, you know, the kind of like those. Well, so reformed college guys, uh-huh. you know. That was kind of a group I was associated with a lot when I was in. What are they called? Early... What kind of bros? Theo. Theo bros? No, yeah. that's a that's a thing. There was a term. Yeah, I, I can't remember, remember what yeah. it is. Anyway, but instead of asking how your relationship with God was, they'd ask, "What's your stance on X, Y, Z? What do you, What do you believe on New Earth versus Old Earth? You know, what, what are you a dispensationalist? Uh... <laughs> Give me a quick synopsis on how you view all five forms of tulip, five, ver- five <laughs> steps of tulip. Can you tell me your the eschatological and hermeneutic um, viewpoint on creation? Yeah, but they would go into all that instead of asking, well, how's your relationship with God? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and that's just the antithesis of what we should be doing mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and what you were reading in that book. Very, yeah, it's good, it's good. So... Um, Today, what I wanted us to zoom in on, and this is not exhaustive by any means, um, but I did want to look at some of, you know, you asked a really good question in episode 141 um, as far as, and and to some people it might be like, a, well, that was a really dumb question, but it's not because I think a lot of people have, they've either asked it or as soon as you asked it, they were like, yeah, I wonder why. And they it, felt it. And what was the question? Um, oh, is what? Well, <laughs> why why couldn't Jesus do what the Holy Spirit did? In his resurrected state. In his resurrected state. Because you mentioned in that podcast about him being physically tied mm-hmm. and and the physical limitations of, mm-hmm. of man. Mm-hmm. But in his resurrected state, he's not necessarily tied to those physical bonds. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, to some degree he must have been because you know Peter, you know Thomas like touched the 
the the wounds in his hands and and but he also walked through door like he just appeared in rooms. He would just appear. So, so there yeah. was a change in his structure, but he still had a bodily form, which might have just been to be recognizable to his disciples. Yeah. But the question remains, why couldn't he have? And it was like, well, he they, they all have a purpose. They've been they've been father. They've been God, Jesus, and Holy Spirit from the from. The, from our understanding, from our beginning, from yeah, <laughs> from where, from the seven day creation story, yeah, basically, right? yeah, because yeah. that's as far as we know, <laughs> right? And and Holy Spirit was present there as well. But so one, the question you asked is why, and and I think what we're going to look at today, in some degree, helps to answer that question. In that there is to looking at some of the characteristics and some of the purposes of the Holy Spirit that we find from the scriptures. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so I want us to go through that today. Um, the first one is this. So we're talking about the character and purpose of the Holy Spirit. The first is this, and, and this has been mentioned before in some of these verses we've looked at before. Um, but he is the spirit of truth. That's how Jesus referred to the Holy Spirit. He referred to him as the spirit of truth. In John chapter 14, here's verse 16 and 17. He says, and I will ask the father and he will give you another advocate or counselor to help you and be with you forever. The spirit of truth. He names him. Mm-hmm. The world cannot accept him because it neither sees him nor nor knows him, but you know him, for he lives with you and will be in you. Mm-hmm. Um, so just like Jesus and just like the Father, just as Jesus is the truth, um, John 14, 6, it's impossible. I mean, here's the promise of this. So when Jesus refers to the Holy Spirit as the spirit of truth, what we need to understand is, well, Jesus is truth, mm-hmm. so he's not lying to us. Right. <laughs> um, God doesn't lie to us. We know that. Um, so, you know, Titus 1, 2 and Hebrews six eighteen tell us that it's impossible for God to lie. So when we're told that he is the spirit of truth, first of all, he's He's continuing the characteristics of God the Father and the Son. Mm, yes. And we know that this is true. Mm-hmm. So it's not like, well, did Jesus really mean that? Or could that, you know, was that just... Of course he did. <laughs> of course he did. There's nothing in there that they didn't mean. Right, right, exactly. So he is the spirit of truth. Um, another characteristic and purpose of the Holy Spirit is that he will be our teacher. Just as Jesus was a teacher, he was a rabbi. Um, the Holy Spirit, in many ways, shows this. In the in 1 John chapter 2, in the second part of verse 27, It says, but as his anointing teaches you about all things, and as that anointing is real, not counterfeit, just as it is taught you, remain in him. All right? So this talking about the work, this anointing is teaching, this anointing is real. Uh, Remain in him. Jesus was a teacher. The Holy Spirit is a teacher. Um, I keep going back to... John 14, because it's just, there's so much good teaching there about the spirit, um, where Jesus says, but the counselor, the Holy spirit, whom the father will send in my name will teach you all things and, and will remind you of everything I've said, of everything I've said to you. Yes. (laughs) So, um, He's our teacher. In in John 16, 12, 
Jesus, he, he even like, he just lays it out there. I have so much more to say to you, more than you can now bear. Like, your brains cannot handle what I want to say to you. Dude, I can't handle it now. <laughs> no, right? Like, I've probably looked like I'm just staring <laughs> off at every time we've had a Holy Spirit podcast because I'm, <laughs> I'm sitting here trying to either A, comprehend, or figure out how to word a question so I don't get struck by lightning. <laughs> I think in our desire to understand God, you, that's, that's okay to ask yeah. those kind of questions. That's one thing I've always said to people is like, I think it is more than okay to ask a question to to, uh, to God, you know, in our prayers to Jesus, to the Holy Spirit, to, uh, ask another person, and as long as we're truly seeking the answer, mm-hmm. you know, I think when we get in trouble, when we just want to throw out a bunch of question marks on things, and we really have no desire to, to yeah, we to just want to be, grow. yeah, we just want to be contrarian, yeah, um, and that that's not. Um, you're not seeking truth. You are actually seeking uh, confrontation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I, I, I think your endeavor is is okay because yeah. you want to honor the Lord. But it, so yeah, I mean, I'm sure you've looked at me. He's like, he's not paying attention. <laughs> no, I am. I'm just trying to figure out because I mean, we have the full um, message mm-hmm. with the Bible, and I still don't understand. Well, and that I think is, and the it's work more of the than than I can bear. <laughs> but no, it like this stuff is. I don't want to say complicated. This stuff is very complicated. It's deep. Yes, it's deep. Like and this is not something you'd cover in Christianity one hundred and one, as deep as we're going in yeah. discussions here. Yeah, and I think too that it. To me, it only it just continually reaffirms the need, the necessity of the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. for us to understand. Yeah, well, and we were talking in last week's episode about how it's given me such a depth and richness into my understanding of God, but I like I'm still think I'm just scratching at the surface of mm-hmm. it, mm-hmm. and tr- in my comprehension of the the Holy Spirit as mm-hmm. part of God, but it also it's separate work. Work and and what it's supposed to be here to do. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's right. And I, and I guess if uh, there was a Bible verse I get tattooed, it'd be that one. God has much more to say, and you can't understand. It. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. That's a good one. But again, I just doesn't that just prove the necessity of the Holy Spirit and our dependence on Him mm-hmm. to understand God's word, to understand the teachings and 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 how we're to grow like and I go back to that statement I read at the outset that that um Dr. Kendall writes um which is somewhere in the book as I'm flipping pages and trying to get there but it's like you know what you you be filled here it is if you walk in the spirit so are you walking in the spirit Josh mm-hmm. yeah. yeah and that's just think about that like just the recognition I'm walking in the spirit mhm do we stop and think about that? No. Do we st- do we ask, Lord, fill me today so I will walk in the Spirit? Of I God. pray that now. Right, right. Four weeks ago, I didn't. <laughs> so he, if you walk in the Spirit, if you know your Bible, so we gotta we gotta read our Bible. Mm-hmm. You know, we've gotta understand the Word and spend sufficient time alone with God. Your theology will take care of itself. 
Yep. So a lot of the things that we think, no, I need to, I need to know this. Um, but I need to hammer down know, on a, how I feel about tongues. It's a simple statement. You don't. Exactly. You don't. Um, but that's what some people want us to be able to do, especially in, you know in ministry. You know, mm-hmm. you're you're going to be given a message in in July, and um, you know, which probably automatically just made you go. Ugh. Yeah. But but um, I was reading the verses I'm going to be preaching on last night. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> Well, I'll, I'll just I'll take a screenshot of that, and you can just keep rereading of what, <laughs> what Dr. Kendall said as far as um, being in the Word and walking in the Spirit, and your your theology will work itself out. So, um, so we know here we're looking at a couple of the characteristics and purposes of the Holy Spirit. He is the Spirit of Truth. He He is our teacher. Um, Jesus said He will be. He has been. He is. Um, and what does the Spirit teach? All things. Mm-hmm. All things. Jesus said he will teach you all things, and he will remind you of what? Everything. Jesus said that's the work of the Holy Spirit. So we lean into that. We lean into that. Um, he's also, this is, this is an important point to make, because I think this is where, as believers, we can get, um, well, I'll just say it. He's unknown to the world. We yeah. know this through the scriptures. John 14, 17. The world cannot accept him because it neither sees him nor knows him. But you know him, for he lives with you and will be in you. Yes. Um, so as the Holy Spirit's working, he's working in the lives of believers. Um, now, there is that particular work of the Spirit, that prevenient grace we talk about, that work of of God, the Godhead working in us, wooing us, drawing us to Him, um, but even that is a work of the Spirit that we don't recognize in the moment. Right. I, I look back and I definitely see how the Holy Spirit was working in my life before I recognized the Holy Spirit working in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, and it wasn't until I became a believer that I was like, "Oh, that was Him at work." Yes. Um. So He's unknown to the world, and so. There are times when, um, and here's where I think at times, well, okay, there's people who are Christians, but they, are, they for whatever reason, are afraid of um, or have distanced themselves to the work and the person of the Holy Spirit, you know, cessationists who want to be like, the Holy Spirit isn't necessary today. Everything was finished when the canon of the Bible was done, when all those disciples and all the people that were there at Pentecost died. Yeah. It that kind of work of the Spirit is over. Um and I wonder if he's un, unknown to them. Like I we can be deaf. We can yeah. be we can yeah. choose to block our our spiritual ears, our cover our spiritual eyes and not see and hear what God is doing. Mm. Through the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Um, and I feel like that is, you know, you go, oh, that's that's bad. But mm-hmm. then you also go, well, I was talking yes. about me, mm-hmm. uh, was in the camp of, you're not going to understand it, so don't worry about it. Oh, yeah. Not not ignoring that mm-hmm. you're that mm-hmm. it's not doing work. It's mm-hmm. just it's just words on a page. Yeah. Is Holy Spirit real? Yes. yes. Do you understand him? No. Nope. 
Are you trying to? No. <laughs> right. And that's, I think that describes a whole lot of people. Mm-hmm. I really do. I really yeah. do. And um, so, see, he is unknown to those who do not call in the name of Jesus. And I think he is, I, I wouldn't say unknown, um, but I would say um, very much set aside yes. by, by many mm-hmm. um, who just, for different reasons, various yes. reasons, don't yes. want to really grapple or understand. Um, another characteristic um, and purpose of the Holy Spirit is, and this is the one that, that where you really see it at work, is that he brings conviction, which that sounds like, oh, well, that's a bummer. Um, but he, he brings conviction of sin, of course. John 16, verse 8, he will convict the world of guilt in regard to sin. Um, if there was nothing to be convicted about, we wouldn't need him. Right, exactly. Um, I, mean, I mean, and that's that's so true. Like, apart from the Spirit, we're never going to see ourselves as someone who's in need of a Savior. Right. We just won't. Um, but he's also doesn't just convict us of sin, but there's a conviction of righteousness that we should understand, which mm-hmm. I think is really good. Like, Jesus, referring to himself... It, that he would have to be received by faith. So there's this faith counts for righteousness. Righteousness is put to our credit. Like we have been credited as righteous. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a wonderful thing that is. to understand. So that's something we need to be convicted of and go, I am, I am an heir of God. I am a co-heir uh, with Christ Jesus. Mm. Um, we need to... Like, we need to walk in that. Yeah. That's our identity. So it's not just a conviction of sin you've done wrong, but it's also a, I am a child of God. You are who, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then there is, you know, so it's kind of like the the con, pro, con sandwich here. Um, conviction <laughs> of sin. Hey, conviction of righteousness, but there's a conviction of judgment that definitely comes. Um, Christ, of course, he sealed the victory over our enemy, Satan, at the cross, but but also in his second coming. I mean, you in in Hebrews chapter nine, verse twenty seven and twenty eight says, "Just as a man is destined to die once, and after that face judgment, so Christ was sacrificed once to take away the sins of many people, and he will appear a second time, not to bear sin, but to bring salvation to those who are waiting for him." So there's that. There, it's coming. There, there, there will be a judgment. Yeah. There will be, and and we need to understand that. Mm-hmm. Um, so here's another. Again, I said that this is not an exhaustive list by any means. Um, the character and purpose of the Holy Spirit is that, um, and we've already kind of touched on this, but He works in agreement with the Father and the Son. The, the Holy Spirit doesn't go and do His own thing. Jesus didn't go do His own thing. Go well. I'll just talk to. I'll just talk to the Father about it later. Like. They all work in agreement with one another. Would yeah. you read John sixteen thirteen? But when he, the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all truth. He will not speak on his own. He will speak only what he hears, and he will tell you what is yet to come. So there is, um, and, and you... You read that, and then you read it in conjunction with with Jesus said, "I've only come. I've come to do what the Father has told mm-hmm. me to do. I'm only here to do my Father's business." So yep. th- they're intertwined. They are connected. Uh huh. Um, and so, he and the Spirit's only going to speak what he's heard from yes. Jesus. Yeah, yeah. So, 
there's um to me that well one that's wonderful news but then it also um here's a a phrase i guess i've used um and lord you know convict me if i've ever done this but uh i don't want to play holy spirit for someone else you know and be like hey josh i believe you know I, the lord visited me last night in a vision and I believe you should do X, Y, and Z. If oh, be careful of that stuff. Don't play Holy Spirit with people. Now I'm not saying that the Lord couldn't visit me in a vision and say something, but ooh, be assured that like we need to know that we're in a we need to know that Holy Spirit's in agreement with the Father and Son. And there have been a lot, a lot, a lot of people, and this is why some people are afraid of the Holy Spirit. Let's be yeah. real. Yeah. Where the name Holy Spirit has been co-opted by people who are are not doing what the Lord wants them to do. They're they're right. they're doing it for profit. They're doing it for notoriety. They're they're saying they're using the words. You know, they're mm. they're they're wolves in sheep's clothing. Yeah, same as anyone calling the name of Jesus. Yeah, you yeah. know it's it's fu- you know like uh, non Christians look at Christianity and say you're taking Jesus and you're doing it like your wolves in sheep's clothing claiming mm-hmm. Jesus. It's almost like Christians inside the church are looking for that with the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. It's dangerous. And there's, um, you know, many references as you get into later on in, into the New Testament of of warnings against false prophets, of yes. warnings against those who even will, can perform what they would call signs and wonders, but that is not of the Lord. Right. Um, and the warning of that. Mm-hmm. So we need to remember that the Holy Spirit always, always, always works in agreement with the Father and the Son. Mm-hmm. Always. Um, another aspect, and it's kind of um, you know along the same lines of Him being a teacher, but He's our guide. He He is with us. First Corinthians chapter two verse fourteen says, "The person without the Spirit does not accept the things that come from the Spirit of God, but." considers them foolishness and cannot understand them because they are discerned only through the spirit. So this is that whole, also that's like he's unknown to the world around them. It's that, that same understanding of, of there without the spirit, we do not know what's going on. And if you don't have the spirit, you're going to look at things and go, well, that's just foolishness. You know, Mm -hmm. people don't understand it. Um, these are also, he, this is one of the last ones, or last one I want to mention for this episode, but character and purpose, Holy Spirit, is that um, he he came here to make things plain, and yet, what do we do, Josh? We've both admitted, we've confessed that, you know, that we've almost made it difficult at times. Oh you yeah, know, in trying yeah. to understand the Spirit, but he came to make things plain. What we now call the gospel is made plain by the Holy Spirit. Um, because it's what Jesus taught, it's what the original disciples learned, it's what the rest of the New Testament revealed, is the Holy Spirit is at work. Yes. And um, it's it becomes more obvious. You know, I mentioned that, I don't remember if it was this episode or last episode, it's like just the the in reading in the New Testament how I see the Holy Spirit mentioned over and over and over again, mm-hmm. and I just, there's so many times I scooted past it, and you were like, yeah, I just thought last it was episode. just the... You know, 
insert name here yeah. of, of the Trinity that you would like to insert, and they all mean the same thing. And yet, I've used Father four times. Let me use Holy Spirit. <laughs> and and yeah, he he came to make things plain, not to make things confusing. Um, and so I just think that's something that's really important for us. And so if we need to sum up, which is really difficult to do, the purpose of the Holy Spirit, he he continued. He took Jesus's place. Um, but but he makes Jesus that much more real in the continuation of the work of God. Mm-hmm. He applies the gospel. He guides us into all truth. These are the these are things Jesus promised that would happen and that God set forth and put all this into motion when he sent Christ for us. Um and so let's embrace the Holy Spirit. Let's mm-hmm. let's um seek him, let's um Look for him in the scriptures. Let's do what um, R.T. Kendall said, and and let's let's um, walk in the Spirit, know our Bible, spend sufficient time alone with God, and friends, our theology will take care of itself. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's that's what I'm working on. That's what I'm working on. So, um, anything else you want to add in on here, Josh? That we've been talking about in all this um (laughs) no (laughs) okay um is there anything coming up we're gonna talk about you're gonna go nope Nope. he's like don't even ask we're we're, we're so far ahead i'm i'm not willing to this is we've pre-recorded several episodes because summer's upon us so so things are happening things are going on we do know vbs is coming soon that's right that's right so um, it's going to be happening. But um, Porch Community, thanks for being a part of this. I have um, I have missed not being with you guys. I don't think I've ever taken two Sundays off. Really, three preaching Sundays off. I was here for Grad Sunday. Yes. But then I was actually out of town for the next two. Yeah. Um, I can't. And, yeah. I can't think of you ever. Yeah. Done it. And so I've definitely missed it. Um, I am, of course, in this time where I usually. Uh, you know, set aside a good chunk of my week to working and reading and, and writing and working on messages. Um, I'm working ahead and, and trying to look into that. But mm-hmm. um, but I, I've, I definitely look forward to um, being back with you all this Sunday and sharing sharing the message with you. So, yeah, I'll be here. Yeah, I'm just, tra- here. I'm just tracking. It'll be June I'm... 11th and I'll be here. Okay. <laughs> as long as you know I'm good. We're at the point where I can't tell what day it is. <laughs> it's year 2026, Josh. Just follow, just go along. Yeah, hey, I don't Por- know. Porch Community, thanks for hanging with us. We look forward to seeing you soon, and thanks for listening. Um, we'll see you later. See you, bye. Bye. You've been listening to the 167 Podcast. Join us next time for more insights to inspire challenge, and encourage to help you live into the remaining 167 hours of your week.